hey, you have all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep, well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. What you do with a bedtime story, all you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest, and what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's thinking... Uh, physical feelings, you know, anything you're, you're experiencing emotionally, noises on the inside of the house or the outside, you know, changes in, in weather, changes in atmospheric or barometric pressure. I'm not sure if those are the same thing or not, but I've never used those, so I thought I'd use them there. Atmos- you know, pressure in general, well, that's one thing that keeps me up at night internally, you know, real pressure that feels real or pressure that is real? Or the debate of, of whence is the two? Uh, but it could be any of those things. It could be something totally different. Whatever it is, I'd like to take your mind off of it. And, and that's what I'm going to do. That's what the safe place is. Uh, I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, you know, Pauses, trying to think of a witty, another witty term for pause, and I'm out of uh, a plum out of pause, plum, plum out of pause, you know, P, you know, proposals. No, that doesn't work. Uh, but whatever it is, I want to take your mind off of what's keeping you awake. Uh, so I'm going to, like, uh, this is a breaking bad metastasis. Uh, so what I'm going to do here is uh, there's going to be an intro, and the intro is kind of uh, something a lot of people fall asleep to, but you can also skip it. The uh, note uh, timestamps are in the thing. Then we're going to do a little Spanish story based on kind of the words uh, I looked up uh uh, from the Colombian version of Breaking Bad. Then I'm going to talk about the Colombian version of Breaking Bad, the final, final episode uh, of that series of the telenovela, uh, Metastas News. Then I'll talk about the corresponding episode of Breaking Bad, uh, and that'll be it. So, so you have, like, I'll be here for at least an hour, uh, so you can fall asleep at your leisure. You don't really got to listen to me. You know, I'll ramble through this intro. I'll try to tie everything together. Uh, but, you know, I'll be one of those people that's, you know, the tying stuff together. And I say, well, my wrists are all, I, t- I ended up tying my fingers. Uh, but you don't have to take me seriously. You don't have to listen. You know, like, I'm a kind of a distraction. I'm your boyfriend. I come by uh, I'm mildly amusing. And, you know, in other situations, it'd be annoying. Like if we were at, uh, like, brunch or something and I was rambling on and uh, not making any sense uh, or say, well, I kind of understand what he's saying. Uh, contextually, that wouldn't work. But in this situation, it's like that's how it is. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to sit here as close to your bed as you feel comfortable, which, you know, in most people's cases, well, in two, three thousand miles, it works pretty good so far, Scoots. You know, you don't have to keep me company. You don't have to clean up after me. I'll just be here uh, to, to, to kind of talk you talk into sleep, uh, cr- help you across the threshold from wake to sleep. And, yeah, if you're new here, you've started listening to the show in the past year even. So this is a kind of a big, big moment because uh, uh, tonight will be our last Breaking Bad episode unless we do some sort of retrospective at some point. 
And so I'm not great at math, but I would estimate that between the Colombian version of Breaking Bad, Metastas News, and Breaking Bad over the past year and a half, I've probably watched like at least 200, 200 hours of those shows, uh, maybe more. I don't even know. Uh, 62, 62, 62. And so that's 184, 6, and then, yeah, probably at least 15 more watches. Uh, so maybe not 200 hours. But 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 every week I've watched, uh, almost every week I've watched a meta- like one episode of Metastasis once, then the corresponding episode of Breaking Bad, and then the Metastasis episode again. And just because sometimes people wonder why I choose stuff or why would I choose Breaking Bad because it's kind of had some, you know, I've vanillaized it or made it as sleepy as I could. Or, you know, some people like uh, because I've tried to learn Spanish a little bit while I've watched it. uh, And I guess the key to this podcast, and and I I feel like, is uh, in the key to it's really... uh, it takes a lot of work to make a podcast once a week. I make it three times a week, and that takes a lot of follow-through. And so that's the number one reason I choose something is, like, can I watch it three times a week? And so, like, when I pick a show, I say, okay, well, that I could probably handle three times a week. And even then, it's hard, you know, because it's work. It's not like I'm just kicking back, you know, I'm taking notes and stuff. Uh, so can I watch it three times a week over a year or so or over six months? So And then is there enough material there to be mined? And I guess that's how I kind of chose this. I said, okay, Breaking Bad's considered this um, masterpiece of television. So I could probably watch a lot. And then I said, well, it'd be interesting to see how they redid it in Colombia. So that was another thing. So I said, well, that'll give us plenty. And then can, can compare and contrast the two. And then I had this extra layer being in Spanish, which I said, well, that'll make it more interesting for me to observe the acting and the settings without worrying about the language. And then on my third watch, I could try to learn some Spanish. And I have to tell you, I've learned a lot less Spanish than I thought I would. So this probably isn't like this probably would be a good supplemental way because, uh, you know, I haven't flashcard. I think flashcarding vocabulary is probably key because I still say, you know, I probably have learned maybe like 30 other words that I don't have even total recall of. Uh, but I think with this podcast, Sleep With Me in general, it, it's like stuff that I can get curious about and then kind of go on a tangent kind of exploring it, you know, and saying uh, – like one thing that I really enjoyed was Henry, which was the Colombian version of Hank. You know, kind of a different actor, but, but like uh, I really enjoyed his acting. Uh, and he always had these really smooth-looking shirts on, uh, kind of button-down uh, print shirts, but not Hawaiian-printed shirts. And I came over the course of 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 episodes to kind of appreciate those short shirts. And I didn't talk about them too much. That was one thing. Then the other thing was the mystery in Walt and Cielo's house. They had a ceramic owl collection, uh, like in some cubbies. And then they had some other things. But they, I, and, and I guess I'm not a detailed person like... Uh, 
I like rambling about details and exploring details and using my lulling, soothing tones. Uh, but I'm not so good at remembering details or saying, well, what did you... So there was like these... So I never knew... I was always perplexed by the owl collection. It would probably only come up, you know, probably five times in the whole series. But that's still an unresolved question is who collected those ceramic owls? Were they arranged in a way, you know, that meant something to someone? Uh, another thing that was interesting was the use of purple on Marie and Maria, uh, which according to articles that listeners have sent me was that the actress... Uh, Betsy, I believe is her name. I don't know her name, but, but it's like, uh, that during when she first got the role, she said to the wardrobe people, just put me in anything but purple. Like, uh, I don't care what you put me in as long as it, you know, fits the character and it's not purple. And so then they proceeded to always put her in purple. And there was a lot of purple, different things in the house, you know, like chairs and glasses and stuff. And they actually carried over into Columbia. So it was kind of fun. So anyway, there's just a little nostalgia as we close out this Breaking Bad. And, you know, we'll be moving on. It's not like I'm going to stop broadcasting on Sunday night. So, you know, we'll be moving on to the next thing. As of this recording, I don't know the exact dates of everything. So that's why I'm not saying, oh, this is what's coming up next. But I'm sure... It'll either be a surprise or you'll know it's coming. It'll be, be just as soothing. Now, if you're new here, yeah, the whole idea of the show is to take your mind off stuff. So ideally, that's what I'm doing now that you didn't think you were saying, huh? Yeah, this, and maybe you could see it as like I could be your Sisyphus. Because uh, it is kind of like a lot of people that have trouble sleeping. It, it becomes this repetitive battle we have to do. And in some sense, I don't know how many of those echoes carry across the production of this podcast and whatever, but uh, you know, I'll be here struggling to make this podcast to take your mind off of the stuff that's keeping you awake. And I try to do it in a friendly manner because I've been there. I've been there sleepless, tossing and turning, staring at the ceiling and watching the fragments of my life, you know, drop off one by one and then and, and analyze, oh my goodness, I can't believe that. What about this, you know? where everything becomes like uh, like either hypersensitive or hyperintense or whatever. And I hope I can add a little fresh air, a little goofiness, and a little distraction. Uh, so if you're new here and you're skeptical, I appreciate you stopping by. Now, this podcast isn't for everybody. It's a little bit different. It involves creaky dulcet tones and pointless meanders, which isn't for everybody. Uh, but I hope you give it a few tries. It, you know, it might take a couple tries to know if it's going to be right for you. But 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 thank you so much for checking out the show. And just you know, because since I've been there, I, I can relate. And so I do really hope and really yearn to help you fall asleep. All right, uh, thanks. All right, so it's Spanish story sixty-two. Yeah, last one for now. And believe it or not, because this is an audio podcast, uh, and no say bay nada, like you're not going to see anything, you know, uh, nothing. Now, I do wonder, la retirada, you know, will I have BB Metasta Snooze Breaking Bad, poor language, like withdrawal, will that happen?
And when things like that happen, you know, I head out. I try to head out on like an, an un, you know unintentional adventure. And I headed down to this shop, and uh, it is in Cargo del Resto, a custom rest shop. Uh, and they had seen me before because I always pitch. I said, well, if you have a custom rest shop, why can't you hire old scoots to come on in and, uh, you know, a mi me encantar experimentar, you know. I love to do experiments uh, with sleep stuff. That's what, you know, podcasts that put you to, to sleep, we do it the bedtime story. And they said, no, 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 we're a rest shop al contrario, unlike your sleep podcast. And I said, well, what could uh, get you to uh, change your minds about me coming into your custom rest shop? And they said, la comida fusion a toda hora. And I said, you want fusion food at all times in order for me to come into your shop and put people to rest instead of sleep. And I said, I could barely afford fusion food in general, then talk my daughter into eating it. And so to offer it at all times, I said, you know, that whole uh, Postmates, Uber Eats, that whole thing, you know, that could, that could be my undoing. I only let myself do it once a month because uh, otherwise I'd do it all the time. And then they said, lo que pasa es que estoy harto del tema. Like, what happens if they're sick of this, you're sick of this? They, they were saying, I think they were trying to say they're sick of my talking. They said, what happens if we're sick of the subject? And I said, well, excuse me, rest shop. I was just out, one, you know, uh, like on an adventure. Uh, Pero Estaba Rica, you know, looking for someone who is rich in rest uh, to help me with my forlorn feelings about uh, fin finishing out uh, watching uh, like 60, 120, you know, 200 hours of or so of uh, Breaking Bad and Metastas news. I uh, can be an ando. I'm be changing, the, changing it up now. And then the breeze carried a message, Tenemos mare cuya, we have passion fruit. And I said, all right, I'm hard to, I'm fed up with you two. What kind of, what's your favorite, but before I leave, what's your favorite kind of fusion food? And they said, Peruana. They said, Peru, that's a good one, Peruvian. It does seem like Peruvian food gets fused a lot. I said, are arepas, is that a, 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 a Peruvian food? Uh, is it like, those are like corn cakes. Uh, they're different than, is that how you say it? He said, because you could fuse anything. Like, a, a, what, are the, what are the ones that I like called the, uh, they're similar, but they have a different name, the meat pie. Can't think of it right now. You could get them like a good Puerto Rican restaurant. I'll have them sometimes. I remember getting some in New York City now, of course, you know, because the ones that they have to have that golden, those are the ones I like. Uh, and they said, you don't even know what you're talking about. I said, I know what I'm talking about. I just don't know how to communicate it. That's different. He said, it has to have the golden flaky crust. It's got to be golden or yellowish golden. You know what I'm talking about? The meat pies. I said, 20 minutes from now, I'm going to think of what it's called, and you'll be wishing I was... But I said, you could fuse anything with a, you know, with those kind of things. You just stick something in there, you know, throw some lemon, and it's fused. 
Is all fusion contain lemongrass? That's another question I have. A little pedazo of uh, lemongrass. And then I found it was Kedado. Time for me to leave. Uh, Bar a pro bar to try to find the solution to my sadness. But then I said, Pero sabes que, you know what? I'd really like to uh, disfrutar, to enjoy those that are hombre for resto, you know, those that are hungry for rest at this rest shop. But it seems like I'm a big peña, peña in their butt, you know, pain. So I guess I figured I'd have to figure out a way, way to idea for them to think it was their idea to hire, hire me. And cruda son muchos. Raw are many things, you know. Toca a bear. It's up to see. Uh, Gustan. So I started, what I did was I set up a, in front of the rest shop, I set up a, I only had Play-Doh. But I set up my own fusion Play-Doh restaurant. Uh, Gustan como mejor. That I like, like everybody liked it the best. Uh. And he called it play. He couldn't call it Plato Fusion because as soon as I did, they you know shut me down. And uh, he said, "He said, dehen, dehenme, you know, leave me, you know, arriba la vista." I get a great view of this. I can say it's Plato Fusion. They're just not in the official documentations, correct? And then I started having entrevistas, interviews, and, like, a lot of people came that I paid, you know, secretly I paid them to come. And I had a Camara camera. This is all in front of the rest shop, and they would come by and ask for samples and, uh, and like, what was it? And I, I, to be honest, Daniel, I was hurting their feelings. I said, no, 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 no samples for you. You didn't want me. I said, this is a Play-Doh fusion shop. You wanted regular. I said, there is some Play-Doh. I, I do have lemongrass-styled Play-Doh and lemongrass-scented of my own creation. And I also sing songs by ABC, another bad creation, BBD, the East Coast Family. You know, I sing all those songs sometimes here at the fusion shop. You know, I also have some mixtapes. But you you can't come because you you know you didn't want me. I said I mean I I was wondering. Well, never mind. And then I did that move, which worked so awesome. And then I paid people to come. Asta Aka El Caro, like line up their cars and let Costas to see things were so busy. Like I was like I got more tables to serve people on. This was all a ruse. So day it cost me so much money. Uh, credit card, you know, de la mesa of the table, sobre esa mesa on that table. We had like contest, you know, we eat Play-Doh eating contests, fusion, lagane winners, uh, mis hijos, you know, children's meals and, chill, you know, we did like those TV shows where kids cook. We did that with Play-Doh, like we talk about easy uh, but also, they didn't want to really make it. They said, well, there's, there you go. It's fusion. It's smushed Play-Doh because it's all, you know, the kids play with Play-Doh for a little while, but it gets boring a little bit. Then we had Kumpula meetups. And, and then I said, well, I'm looking. They, they said, well, it would be nice if I could find a place to expand that had a dentro, had an inside instead of uh, this pop-up uh, fusion, Play-Doh fusion shop in, in the parking lot at uh I found, I think I found some technicality that they couldn't kick me out. 
And then I started teaching BNS Star, Plato-based wellness programs, especially for, you know, older adults, you know, because it's tactile. And, you know, I had commissioned some studies, like reading some studies, searching for studies and uh, and that. So, and it was free. Actually, I was paying people, so everybody wanted to participate. Uh, there was no Odeon. And, but then everyone said, well, what am I going to get paid? And I said, receive, receive on, uh, soon, you know, you'll receive your payments one day. And then we did a big drive, uh, cause we wanted to, to, to quite and tonces remove hunger with Play-Doh. Imagine it didn't, you know, this one was a little bit of a stretch, uh, but people came by by the thousands and chaos and on our own, they were making donated Play-Doh meals, which people took the wrong way. I said, it was more, you know. I said it was just more something I thought of at the very second I thought it up. I didn't realize it would be foolhardy, you know. I know I'm one of the rare people that eats Play-Doh, but it doesn't cure any hunger. This is a hunger for me to get inside that store, not a hunger to solve any problems with Play-Doh. This is just a fake Play-Doh fusion restaurant that uh, has gone viral because I've overextended every credit card I have to try to, you know, make it look like a business. Uh, but entender, Kaida, you know, I understand the fall, my fall from to disgracia, you know, disgrace. So then everybody left, and then I would sit in the parking lot, sentendido, den arce, you know, with my damaged sense and my damaged fusion Plato restaurant. And the, the, the rest shop people would have a laugh at me. I'd say, hi, Ganalo, have a laugh, uh. I'm behind on my impuestos, my taxes, both CEO, my pockets are empty. And validos, you know, I tried to validate people through Plato and it failed. And I tried to, to be honest, and then I tried the old be honest. I said, well, be honest, I was trying to trick you, you know, there was never a real Plato, fusion Plato craze. Segur vamos a hacer. You know, I could show you on the internet where everybody, let's make sure, I'll show you on the internet inside your store where everybody's making fun of me. You know, even musculos, muscular people, you know, we could stay out here where you could just laugh at me, but what if you could see the whole internet laughing at me? You know, periphery, I'd prefer to stay out here. You know, sweldo, my salary of shame. But if you want to go in the shore, is your store or whatever, I could show you. So then we went in the store, and I locked myself in their store with them. And I said, hi. I said, well, here I am, uh, Centro, center your store. Uh, right and make a lot of rudio, a lot of noise of how correct. I said, I'm here. Actually, I'm here to, like, fuse some rest with your, sto- your rest store. I mean, I didn't realize it was an armrest store. So then I tried to say adios, but I had lost the key, even though I just locked the door. And I said, that, I said you know, the real reason I'm here is because I'm worried about the end of the Breaking Bad season and total respect. I have so much respect for everybody behind Breaking Bad and the Tastus News. Mejor Mercado. It was the best market for entertainment. But De Tres Otra Bez, I don't know if I'll be back again. Anyhow, it was great while it lasted. Uh, De Heron, they said, what is this guy? He's really going to do this uh, for 62 episodes? And I said, Bolbio KBN, you know, all that returns well ends well. 
And then people started lining up outside the store. So I said, you know, hola, puesto todo, hello to all, you know, put all your rest in me. And people said, I just need an armrest here. This is the only, and I said, SS in the wave, a new armrest, uh, Digan Algo. Well, let me tell you something about these armrests here. Suplico, I beg your attention. You know, there's a metodo, a method uh, that, that, that in control these, these, these people found. A sitio, a site within these armrests. Uh, Durante, w w during which your arms will be resting on them. And I found the key. We, and then I said, oh, Rita, come on in right now. So let me ask you, Costa Rica, what would it cost for a normal armrest? You know, $1,000, $2,000? You know, respeto, regalo, I'm present here with respect. Uh, but Haberlo, I have some armrests that can prevent a disaster. You know, and I said, sit down, we test this armrest out. Avia NL Central, put your arms right in the center. Plania la luz, let me put a full light on you. Rizzo, feel that ripple of relaxation going through you. You know what? why that is? Pues no se sabe, because it's not known how to make a perfect armrest until solamente to this shop, only this shop. At Casa, perhaps it's the angle of the armrest. Mandar had said that it's the padding of the armrest. But ye garati, as I get over here to you real close with your arms resting on these armrests, Lahuro, I, I swear that something more, it's a Monero away. Entiendo that I get it, like, because these, and the inside of these armrests, Avisar, uh, I got to warn you that you might want to buy them right now because uh, ni, ni uno mas. There's not one more armrest shop like this. And many people before said entrar. No, you can't enter in. But I've entered the boredom of my podcast into these armrests. Heriste no fue. It won't, won't hurt anybody. But when you do, like, go ahead, put your arms in there. Don't you see pero me siento bien? But you feel good, right? Am I right? In este es el final. This is the end of all, like, this will be it, like, the, for the rest of the armrest business in the world. Uh, Terminus Toda, they're all going out of business. If you pay right now, Entregar, we'll deliver. Uh, Banabanir, they'll come to your house. In este preso, you know, encased inside your armrest will be my... Uh, you know, boars, my, my, like, lavadero, like the sweet laundry of rest, uh, visto. And that was how I got, that's how I got over the end of this, you know. After the customers left, they said, no bon a bear. You know, make sure they don't return, you know, you can't crack the armrests open and see the boars. And then the armrest people said, pasa esta noche, wouldn't you spend tonight actually putting boars into the armrests instead of making up a story about it. And so that's what I'm going to do from now on. Like, I'm going to inject armrests with the, the lulls of this podcast in order to create cognitive dissonance so I don't think about the end of the season. So that's it. Good night. All right, here we go. Episode 62 starts with rain, and there's a close-up on a car window. And looking through the window is Walt's face with the windows like steamed up and the camera goes, uh, zooms out a little bit. Uh, 
Steamed wide or wet uh, glass, oh, wet glass. First, it's a close up, though. I guess that's what I meant. So it's really close up on the windows. Just interpreting my own notes here. And then uh, the windows are wet. At first, you're like, is that a window? I think there's a car lock. Uh, uh, then we see it's wet and steamed up. Then we see wet glasses and a nose. And then we see Walt's face. And he gets into the car. He's breathing very heavy. He's cold and he's wet. He's rubbing his hands and it's an old car. And I don't know if he was stealing this car or if this car was left for him, but he's looking around for the keys and he can't find the keys. Then he finds a screwdriver and he tries to like, uh, he tries to hotwire the car, which I said, does Walt really know how to hotwire a car? Is this a skill we've seen before? Like, Heisenberg, what are you up to? I mean, I'm sure if he, like, researched it, he could hotwire a car. I don't know. I just I just was like, huh. But then he kind of slips. He cuts his finger. And then the police come. But remember, the car is steamed up. Uh, so I guess they don't see him or they're just driving by slowly. And uh, it's so rainy and foggy. Do I guess there you go? Is it so rainy and foggy? They do not see him. Double question mark. And Walt says, "Now this was a di- di- uh, divergence in the uh, like." So Walt says, "Por favor," and he looks up to heaven and he prays. Uh, in the Colombian version, this happens. In the American version, it does not. Uh, no, no praying in, in America. Uh, except if you're praying, you know, for the brave, for the home of the brave. But Walt prays for help. He looks up, and then the keys are in that thing. I don't know what that's called, a sunblocker. I couldn't figure that out. Uh, I can't, I'm still trying. Uh, windshield. Is it called a sunblocker? Hey, put down the sun's, sun's uh, window shade. I don't know. I forget what those are called. I don't own a car, so... And then the car starts because he has keys. I can't believe I put car starts in uh, the windshield wipers to take. And then there's like an airplane taking off sound. And then I was looking at a license plate. I don't know. Did the episode open? I don't, I don't see that. Uh, El Juego de la Vida, the game of life. I think that's the name of the episode. We see a car with a license plate BXA1 double question mark, and then a husband and a wife question mark. And I say, Oh, does that Elliot and Gretchen? I said, Elliot, NEU. I don't know what that means. Then Elliot again question mark, Elliot Gretchen's house. Uh, so that was what I, I said. Oh, wait, this is Elliot and Gretchen from Charlie Rose and Walt's old partners. And Walt's there, too. He's kind of lying low. Uh, what does this say? Uh, Walt is there right ba- right behind them. Uh, disoriented classical music or something. A distant, distant. Uh, a letter that, and then T-E-D, and then three, like two or three letters in between it. Distent-oriented, disoriented, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, the la- the, so, so there's classical music with strings, uh, while Elliot and uh, Gretchen, and, uh, her name's not Gretchen, though, they're having a discussion about some inane subject, I think. 
And Walt's kind of looking through their house. He goes downstairs. They're in there like billiards. They have like a billiards room with a bar. And some family pictures. Walt looks through the pictures all the time. They're chatting. Uh, husband and wife uh, talking and opening and pouring wine. Oh, Marcella, that's her name. Edgar and Marcella. And Walt says, I'm como esta? And a surprise. And uh, he goes, I got to tell you some incredible stuff. You're not going to believe why I'm here. It's totally... And then they say, well, we don't, and he goes, oh, by the way, I think, I, I think he says, I turned your cameras off. Because, uh, of course, they said, well, geez, we got that ring doorbell, Walt, you're toast, you know, you're totally busted. Uh, but they stack money on a kitchen table, and then Walt kind of talks about the money, which, you know, that's for my family. And then Marcella, she's kind of got a rebellious streak. She goes, geez, that's not possible. And Walt says, no, 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 you're going to make this right. And uh, uh, Marcella says, she just doesn't make any sense, Walt. This idea is ridiculous. And Walt says, uh, oh, I heard you call me a monstro, you know, the whale or whatever on TV. And he, I guess he basically, the gist of it is he says, you're not going to tell anybody and you're going to get this money to my family on the down low. And Walt wants to shake hands on it, but Marcella's not about that. But then they do, and Walt's like, okay, we're totally square, right? And just like a couple of uh, super rich people, they say, totally, Walt, we're totally square. We don't even have a team of lawyers that could, uh, yeah, we're totally square. We're totally shook on it, just like when we started the business together. Uh, but Heisenberg's no fool. So then some la those cat laser pointers come up, and they say, then these cats come, you know, they're, they're, and they're knocking over all the glasses of wine, uh, uh, whatever, Marcella and whatever, Edgar's the cats. And Walt says, oh, are you planning on cheating me? Because I'll just have these laser pointers drive your cats batty forever. And they say, oh, no. And then more, you know, then they knock over a bottle of Petrus or something. And Walt's like, laser light show, yo, that's what I put there. He goes, you got it? And they say, okay, we got it, good. Then Walt goes out to the car, and who hops in the back but Mono and Sweaty Mohawk, a Tripa. And they had laser light pointers, so their story gets a conclusion. You know, Walt pays them off. They look terrible. Don't give them any money. That's what I would have said. And then Walt asks a question. He gets an answer, something to do with Jose. He doesn't like whatever the answer he got. Then we have this heavenly music and heavenly woodwork going on. Jose's all casual. He's dressed in heavenly plaid and making a cigar box or something, just like his story back in rehab, using lots of lacquer. And he steps forward, but he's still in the lab. It was a dream. And then he's cooking. And then we go 52 and bacon at the diner. That was a flashback earlier this season or last. Then uh, we see Walt's got his trunk all strapped. Then we're at a, he's at his old house coughing and looking up graffiti, trying to get his lily that's uh, concentrated lily juice that's still there. And we're back downstairs. He looks at the Heisenberg graffiti. And then Walt's at a cafe. He says, geez, before I go on a spree, I want to just have a tea or espresso. I think it was an espresso. 
And who rules in Bolivia? But Walt's on the, you know, he's playing spy. Walt watches. There's only one Stevie left, uh, Lydia. Bad news. Uh, that's, you know, not, you know, you know, it's made by big, big, big sugar, or whatever, by the way. Uh, but then, uh, what is his name? PETA? It's not PETA. That's the kid from the, uh, that, uh, from the Mockingbird movies. Peto, that's his name. He comes in, and Lydia's there. He, somebody's wearing, Lydia's in black and white stripes. And they chat, and then Walt turns his chair. He goes, hey, you mind if I join you? And Lydia tries to break right out of there, but Walt goes, whoa, 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 whoa I got to beg you. you please stay. And he begs. Petto kind of listens and thinks, and then Walt talks to Lydia. He coughs. And he says, I'm in need of some serious dough, Lydia. And then Petto tries to talk, but Lydia kind of overrides him. And then they say, well, money for what? And then money money for nothing, but the tricks are free, well, it says. But, you know, meth tricks. And they say, okay, we'll think about it. So Walt goes off. Then they put WTF for some reason. Oh, because Petto orders a beer. I was like, wait, what? And then Lydia and Petto talk, and Lydia gets all ice cold, and uh, then she mixes her tea. And then you're like, oh, snap, uh, or I was. Then Walt's in full MacGyver mode, which I guess they re- I see the ads because uh, I watch. I don't know, I guess because I watch Survivor. That's the only TV show I watch, but there's tons of MacGyver ads on there. And so he's in, he's getting prepped in MacGyver mode. And he's making devices with a car battery and a side to side thing with a car alarm. We see his wedding ring around his neck. Uh, then we see, see, this was a great, I wish I wrote down the timestamps for this. Do yourself a favor, watch this scene in Metastasis. Uh, just for Cielo's ash, uh, she has this monster ash on her uh, cigarettes the whole time, almost the whole time. She's got a big button cordless phone. And she's very, very stylish. This felt like an old movie, the way she's sitting there smoking and her body language. Uh, great, great acting. But she says, Ola Maria, and they're talking. I saw purple glass somewhere. Maria looks like a combination of sad or mad. And this is when I started missing these characters that I was on, like, I said, who should I have a crush on? Uh, you know, I wasn't, I've been attracted to these some of these characters, but not in an overwhelming crush way. But now I started feeling forlorn. A little bit, yeah. plus Cielo, it was just, she was she was smooth, you know, with the smoking. And maybe Maria's vulnerability and Lydia's cold unavailability, they, they, they both, you know. But they talk about Henry and Walter, C. Intendido. And then you feel this chill and cool with uh, Cielo as she says that. She, she said it in some chill, cool way, C. Intendido. Yes, I understand. I think that's what that means. And still this monster ash hangs off her cigarette, and she hangs up the phone, and she says, Cinco minutos. Uh, and then Cielo uh, motions. What does that say? Not even a word. I don't know if I had some sort of something, when, or if I was a lights route. M, and then two unidentifiable things, and then T, E, S. 
motions maybe to Walt in the hall. They still talk. Still the ashes on her cigarette. Walt looks pretty good. And then there's this focus pull to Cielo and uh, beat ash. What does that mean? Best best ash. Be beat ash. Something about the ash, and she talks still without looking at him. Uh, she's filling him in on Esta Noche, but I don't know, last night. And Walt pulls out his wallet. She's like, no, 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 we don't need any money. But Walt has the lotto ticket, you know, where where everybody's hiding. And so that makes Cielo sad. Her eyes fill with tears, and one rolls down her cheek as uh, Walt talks. And she breathes his breath, and then another tear comes. And then Walt talks, and this is a no. Uh, and she shakes her head, and then Walt says something. Mokes a pong. <laughs> the last episode, I still couldn't get the notes right. Makes a pong look, looks down sad. Mokes a pong. I assume it says makes a something, but I can't think of, uh, maybe Walt makes a point, but there's a, a it's a P-O-N-G, it looks like, but looks down, and she puts the smoke out, but then she just pulls right out a fresh one. She says, Junior's going to be home soon, and Walt stands in the hall, arms at his side, they go upstairs to see Valentina, uh, what does that say? I don't know what that says. They share a moment uh, with the baby. That's what it says. And then her buddy Lewis pulls up with Junior in the car, and they slap five, high five. They say, see you later, dude. And then Junior looks at the cops in his driveway, and then we see Walt hidden in the back and the swing set in the playground. He's watching Junior walk into the house. In this nighttime, and there's rain, and Walt's at a gate, and it's Pedro's number two uncle, uh, smiling, happy to see him. Uh, they pull up, they search Walt, they check for a wire, and Walt's not happy about it. And this dude takes his wallet and his keys, and then Walt meets with number one uncle, Jack, I don't know what, I didn't even pay attention in this one. Who gets a wallet and the keys. He says, hey, there's not going to be any negotiations. You realize that, right? And they say, we're going to say goodbye to you, Walt. And uh, he says, uh, uh, and they just happen to be standing in front of, like, this was a cool payoff. I don't think they did this in Breaking Bad, but they stand in front of that uh, painting with the father and the children going off to see, like, the hotel room painting or the wah. Uh, Hospital lobby waiting room painting. They kind of separated the separation, the man in the boat and the family on the shore. And are they waving hello or are they waving goodbye? It kind of was a couple of reminders of Walt's internal state throughout the series. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, no negotiation. They say goodbye to Walt in front of the painting with the wife and the kids. Walt tries to get Petto involved. He looks at his keys. He says, Jesus, what about Jose? You guys are using Jose, I heard, from Tripa. So Pato goes and gets Jose. Walt does the old grab the keys behind his back. He pulls that off. And Jose comes in. And you can see his vacant look that Jose's kind of gone away. 
And Jose can't believe that Walt's there, so Walt jumps on Jose because he says, I want to give you one last hug and, you know, cover you up. And then Heisenberg, you know, returns for a little while. And, you know, he says that he he gets a, he had chartered a van for uh, Petzo and his uncles and everybody to go to that beautiful farm we've heard so much about, so much good stuff. All expenses paid, bingo, and two bathrooms, and, you know, open bar on the bus. So they all got on the bus, they went away, and then Walt wants to go, like he says, she said, I'd like to go, Jose. Jose tells him off. You know, they share a couple face-to-face moments, but Jose says, no, I'm not going, and I'm not putting you on the bus, and I'm not driving the bus. Uh, we also get to see that the picture in the background is covered in holes at this point. Then the phone rings. It's Petto's phone. It's Lydia checking in, and Walt goes, yo, what up? It's me, Walter. He goes, hey, you got a cough or anything? Because I got to say goodbye to you. You're, uh, we got a bus stopping by to get you straight to the great farm. And Lydia says, will we be able to throw sticks instead of skipping stones like Mike does? He says, oh, yeah. Bye. Then Jose Gels drives off, and he just yells a lot, like a little catharsis, emotional thing. Puts up the picture. What is that? Oh, he puts up the picture of Barack and yells. Then Walt goes in the lab, and this gentle music starts playing. I couldn't figure out what the music was. Uh uh, that it turns into is good though. He looks over at the equipment and Walt lies down for a nap. Uh, I don't know what the, this looks like. It says come potatoes. Uh, honestly, Walt takes a big sleep and then come potatoes. What better way to end the series than the come potatoes? Then I have an arrow music camera pulls out slow and wide amnesia sing. <laughs> come potatoes it really looks like potatoes come patates oh maybe that's the name of the song uh, uh patates come patates i don't know and that was the that's the end of holy cow of metastasis uh 62 freaking episodes i can't believe we've done it thank you for coming along i mean it's always like i do with breaking bad and stuff but uh Wow, and if you've listened or if you've watched, really great, great, great job uh, they did with this series, remaking it. Uh, I mean, it was tough, so I watched it a minimum of 124 times, uh, Columbian Breaking Bad, probably more than that. Um, that wasn't easy, but, you know, those other guys, those Australian guys, they got to watch one sh- one movie, so... You know, they got me beat. All right, uh, let's get on with stuff. All right, everybody, here we stand face-to-face. Just a couple, like, just like Walt and uh, uh, Jesse, like a couple of silver spoons. Uh, it's time for Felina, the last. I can't believe it's like at the end of uh, it's the end of an era. Also, I didn't talk about this too much, but it was the first time I see saw most of these episodes, especially these last few. I was really uh, out there, as they say, in the like really intoxicated when and when I watched them the first time. So I didn't really remember very much. Uh, so now watching them with a clear head, it was really uh, interesting how much I missed out on all the nuance and uh, details. Uh, 
So yeah, it was it was great, and uh, like uh, so, let's just get started. Felina was that, is that what it's called? La Felina. Uh, but the first image we see is snow on a window, and then there's a shadow there. And it's Walt. He wipes off the snow to see the uh, lock on the car unlocked. He gets in with his boy. What does that mean? With his boy. He gets in with, oh, his box. He said, what does that mean? Boy, that is weird. But it's box. I just didn't cross the X. He's got that box of money he was going to mail. And that was a mystery to me, what had happened to that box. And mystery solved. It's in Walt's lap. And he's cold. He's in a snow-covered car. Oh, Also, he didn't wipe off the whole window. I misspoke. He only wiped off a tiny portion to see if the lock was unlocked. Which makes me wonder if this was another move, a brilliant move by Walt, a.k.a. Heisenberg. Uh, but he's cold. He's looking for the keys to the car to get warm. So that would say no, because if he would have turned down the car, he would have been in trouble. He finds a Marty Robbins tape, and I think that's country music. Uh, can't find the keys to the car. Tries to jumpstart the car. It just slips and, and bangs his hand. Police drive by. Walt was whispering. I think he said, just get me home and I'll do the rest. Uh, but I'm not sure if that was where he said that or not. I just have that written down in the... Or no, that's in the transcript. Uh, but let's see. Walt whispers. Maybe that's what he said. Oh, yeah, just keep going. What is it? Is Jesk? Just keep going. Or just get me home. One or the other. And we watched a reflection of police cars driving by on a search in his glasses. Uh, then we'll find the keys there in the, the whatever that thing is that you pull down to block the sun. sun I can't think of the name of it. This is a still sun blocker, window protector. Oh, I just thought of it and now it's gone. You, could you put your garage door opener on it? Uh, but let's see. So Walt... Uh, Oh, he finds the keys. Now I lost my spot. Uh, so he doesn't pray in this one. Then the music plays, the Marty Robbins or whatever, some country music uh, with, like, a subtext in there. And what does this say? Flash by. What does that mean? Flash by Stephanie. I don't know what that means at all. Is Walt Flash by Stephanie? That must have been the name of the song. I because they think maybe I told the, the woman on my phone to say, hey, what's the song? Yeah, I think that's it. Flash by Stephanie is what she returned to me. Uh, and Walt lets the wipers go to work, and uh, he thinks. Then we're in the desert, and we see a white Volvo pull off the highway with New Hampshire plates. And Walt pumps some gas, he stretches, uh, Thunderfalls crash, what does that mean, trunk falla, Thunderfalls or trunk falla, cash, trunk full of cash, this is like, a, I mean, Encyclopedia Brown of my own handwriting, trunk full of cash, and he takes his medicine, he drinks right out of the water, people used to filter, uh, but I guess he doesn't care. Uh, then he puts 75 cents into a payphone. He said, man, that's inflation. 
And he calls someone, he says, hey, this is David Lynn from the New Yorker. Uh, something about Susan Elliott. Uh, so Susan, he was talking to Susan and Elliot, Elliot and Gretchen's PR person. And that's called, like, I forget what that's called. What is his name? Uh, that uh, oh, the, the great hacker, he used to use this a lot. Uh, hacking humans. I don't know what it's called. What was that guy's name? I can't think of it. Uh, oof. The guy, I, I like, I think he's great. Uh, but, yeah, so Walt tricks them, gets Elliot and Gretchen's address for their new house and when they're going to be home. Uh, they live by the opera house, which is, you know, typical. So then Walt, also Walt left his watch that Jesse had gifted him on top of the phone. And the next thing we see is Elliot and Gretchen getting out of, like, a cab or a limo or an SUV. And Elliot's in the middle of, like, Elliot's doing material. I think he, he's just saying, he goes, oh, it's apples and oranges. If I want pizza, I go to pizza place. If I want Thai, I go to a Thai police place. And Gretchen's loving this. This is some real, I think this is, what do they call that, uh, foreplay. Pre, is it called pre-foreplay or flirting? Uh, which you kind of see, like, uh, I don't know if I bought it, but I could see, but, uh, you know, Ellie was really cracking up Gretchen and she was like, and she goes, I can't believe I'm married to you. And I said, let's just get inside and have a glass of wine. And then, you know, uh, they didn't even have to, you know, say what's going to happen next because, you know. And then they go in and they're talking about, I think they're talking about fancy restaurants Oh, they pass a pond where Walt's hanging out. Walt closes the outside doors. They, they they left their front door unlocked, which I don't I don't I had trouble believing that. I guess they live out in the middle of nowhere, or whatever. But uh, and Walt just slides in their house. He checks out their paint job, which was weird on the wall. Uh, Dakota Retta. What does that say, Dakota Retta? Who takes out their paint jobs? Decorate—D-E-C-R-O-R-A-T-A-S. Is that a word? But he touches their photos as Ellie and Gretchen. They get the wine and they get their fireplace going, and then they're like, "Whoa, Walt's here! Shocker! We were just well, we were just about to make sweet love to one another." Uh, you know, depending on how much wine we have, you know, in Elliot's case, but, uh, they're totally freaked. And Walt says, uh, Walt, Walt does some material. He says, well, if we're doing material, I'll do a little bit. He goes, are we looking east? And Walt says, you must have a great view of the sangre de Cristos, like the, the blood, blood, the kings of the blood or something. I don't know what that means. Uh, mountains. And they say, what are you doing here? And he says, I caught Charlie Rose. You two look so good. I wanted to drop by and check in with you about some business stuff out in my car. And they said, good gravy, you're not selling Amway. And he said, no, I got it. I mean, he goes, I want to have an essential oil party right now with you. And they said, well, which company do you represent? And Walt said, well, Heisenberg represents the, the one company, and Walter White represents the other company. So, you know, whatever ones I can get you to buy. And Elliot says, we don't, we have, we're rich. We don't need uh, multi-level marketing essential oils. Uh, 
And Walt says, I got to shoot. You know, this is a move they make. He says, well, let me show you how much money I've made. Let's stack it up here. And you can see how profitable my investments have been. And so Elliot tries to stand up to Walt. And Walt has him stack the money while he sits there. And Gretchen drops some money. Walt says, pick it back up. You know, make sure it's all there because I'm going to give it to my kids, actually. He goes, this, you know, this essential oil money. You know, you're going to give it to my son, irrevocable trust, you know, untraceable uh, German bear bonds or whatever for his family. You know, people feel bad for him. And they say, well, do it yourself. And Walt says, and I can't do it that myself. Uh, come on. And he goes, you guys are supposed to be rich and nice and full of guilt, which you should be. I was listening to those little ridiculous conversations you were having about freaking fancy crackers he goes just take care man he goes and you know what he goes if you want to call it guilt or whatever bow jest or something and he's like my money never yours i don't want one cent of your money going to my kids and elliot says well okay sounds reasonable total elliot's the worst liar ever what an ass and let's say, well, let's just shake on it and then go. And then they give the two worst handshakes. Like, uh, Ellie gives a very weak one. And Gretchen doesn't want to shake, so then she just does a hand touch, not a technical handshake. Uh, delay quick handshake. Well, of course, Walt was like, I'm not going to try. He goes, I have other, uh, he goes, have I told you about these uh, laser pointers we have for cats? They're branded with our essential oils. To make it, you know, with catnip flavored essential oil, laser light, warming the oil. Uh, because I don't trust you to. And that, like, gets them right on board. They say, okay. Oh, he puts his arms up. Does he say screeks? Walt screeks, then puts his arm up? I don't know what that says. S C R E E S or Z. But yeah, then that's when the essential oil laser light show begins. Uh, then we have Volvo pull out, Walt flashes the lights, and we see Badger and uh, Stinky, Skinny Pete. Uh, and, you know, they get one last comedic moment. They're like, I don't know how I feel about this. And, you know, Stinky Pete's like, uh, for real, yo. And he's like, kind of you know, immoral. And then Walt gives them both a stack, and then they say, okay, we're cool with it now, man. Yeah, well, it says, uh, how do you feel now? He holds up the money, and they say, better. Then Walt finds out about the blue match uh, that's still on the street, so then he realizes, oh, Jesse's there. So then he drives off. Uh, then we see a close-up and the shots of heavenly work woodworking going out, Jesse in his box. Uh, he's rubbing it down. He even kisses it as he holds it, and then he rubs it, uh, and he has a smile. Uh, then we see him cooking, and then we're in the diner, Walt's 52, happy birthday. Uh, then we see his trunk, then he goes to his old house and gets his, uh, his actually, he says, oh, geez, I heard there's a market short on Stevia. He sees the Heisenberg graffiti, so we have a flashback to Hank, Hank uh talking to Walt about setting up the ride-along that started all this, which was not in uh, the Colombian version. Uh, so that was a little bit interesting. And I don't know if that was a time decision or what, or they just didn't have that shot. 
then we, let's see, right along. Oh, then we see Lydia. She's at the cafe. Last Stevie is there. Walt's lurking around the corner at another table. Todd shows up. He talks about Lydia's blouse. Or he calls it a shirt. She says blouse. He goes, oh, yeah, it's like a cornflower. Uh, trying to flirt. Todd's so bad, better than flirting with me, too. But that would be the case. Say, oh, well, it's... Uh... But uh, then Walt pops in. And he says, I just got to, you know, just hear me out two minutes. I just got to ask you for some money because uh, I can help you. Since you're low on methylamine, I got a plan. And I could teach it to you, Todd. And uh, they say, how'd you find us here? He goes, you're schedule-oriented. This is Tuesday. You used to meet me here. Now you meet Todd here. And Walt says, I just need one mil, and that's it. Yeah. And they're like, uh, like uh, whatever, let's see. I don't know. Then the waiter comes, and they send, they send Walt off. Lydia needs some more stevia. Then she tells Tad, she goes, this, the deal is, Tad, things are ice cold. Uh, uh, and anyway, we'll be doing Walt a favor. You know, he looks terrible. Uh, then we see a desert. We see Walt humming and working. He, instead of whistling while he works, he's humming while he works. And he's working with a garage door opener and uh, making wind-up toys Sounds a uh, cool sound design, wedding, his wedding ring on a string. Uh, then we see a house and a family portrait of Skyler and Junior. And the phone rings and the voicemail picks up Marie's leaving a message. And she says, Skyler Waltz in town, pick up, uh, pick up right away. Carol saw him, you know, he said, hey, Becky or Carol or whatever. And he's got some manifesto, so he's up to no good. And Skylar's smoking. It was really good dialogue. Marie has real concern in her eyes, uh, especially at the end. Because she goes, uh, you be on the lookout for him, okay? And she says, thanks. Uh, and then the camera pulls in, and we see Walt was blocked by kind of like one of the supports in the kitchen. Skylar smokes. Uh, she says, yeah, you look terrible, Walt. says, yeah, I feel good. Uh, he says, so talk. Why are you here? And Walt says, it's over. I needed a proper goodbye. Now, like our call. You know, she goes, are you going to turn yourself in? He goes, no, they're going to come see me. She goes, what about uh, that kid, Todd? Walt says, don't worry about that. Uh, and, uh, and she goes, what about that Lydia lady? Don't worry about her. And Walt pulls out of his wallet. She says, she didn't want it. we don't want any money. He goes, oh, I don't have any money to give you anyway. Blew it all. He goes, call the DEA once I leave, you know, because, uh, you know, then you can use this. It's a little mappy poo to find stuff that you can use that for a negotiation, get yourself out of trouble. And then Walt tries one. He goes, all the things I did, you need to understand. She goes, if you say you did it for the family. He goes, no, no, I did it for me. I liked it. I was good at it, and I felt alive. 
And then Skylar kind of looks down at the lotto ticket in her lap and shakes her head as tears come. Then she looks away. Uh, then Walt says goodbye to the baby. Uh, Skylar, lone, oh, she has a lone tear there. School bus comes instead of a ride home with his buddy. Flynn gets off the bus. Both Walt and the cops watch. She's incompetent cops. They're supposed to be guarding the house. Uh, and Walt watches Junior go inside, and uh, that's the end of that. Uh, then we see a, fan, a chain link fence that's locked. Uh, Walt rolls up. Uh, woo, Uncle Number Two. What does that mean? Uh, I guess he said woo about the car. Oh yeah, this thing's a classic. We got five hundred in here. Or what? And Walt's like, I don't know what the heck you're talking about. He goes, that's the one, 500, that's the one you want. No replacement for displacement, he says. And then they drive in. Uh, uh, does not like, uh, oh, the, one of the guys doesn't like how Walt parks, you know, but they still let him park that way. Then we see a close-up of Walt's keys, and Walt gets searched. They take his wallet and his keys. Then we go inside, and uh, Uncle Jack's talking about Walt's hair. He goes, look at that. Holy moly. Is that a wig? And Walt's like, no. He goes, uh, were you shaving it before? He goes, yeah. He goes, that is one fine head of hair. And he goes, you look awful. And Walt's like, don't you, did you, Todd tell you about my new plan? And, oh, also Jack had a purple sweater on. He looked very upper, upper class. You know, now he's got 12, 20, 80 million or whatever. And Walt calls out uh, Jack or Jesse. Oh, he says, you're partners with Jesse, huh? And he goes, oh, no, no, go get Jesse. And Walt manages to get his keys. And then Walt and Jesse share these kind of sad, broken looks. Then Walt hugs Jesse. Uncle number two was on the massage chair during this time, which was interesting. And then uh, Jack and Walt talk, and Jack wants one. They talk about Walt's money, and Jack wants one last smoke. And then Jesse and Walt face off. They have really nothing to say to each other. And Walt says, you know, do it, man. And Jesse says, you want this? And he says, say you want it. Walt says, oh, I want it, you know, I want this goodbye to be extra special. And Jesse says, well, then do it yourself, I'm out. And then Lydia calls Todd. She has a humidifier going. And Walt says, goodbye, Lydia. And then he throws the phone. I like that. Jesse looks back one last time. Him and Walt share one last look or a few, you know, with the camera changing and the edit. And then Jesse peels out, and he kind of laughs and cries and yells as he drives off. And then Walt heads into a lab, kind of where everything started, a bit different but the same. And Baby Blue by Badfinger, the song starts playing. Walt taps on a gauge, a pressure gauge. He looks around, he's got like this kind of skeptical inquiry look on his face. He looks at a mask, and he, then the song kind of goes, Guess I got what I deserved. And we see the cops are on the way. Uh, we see a close-up of Walt's thumb in his hand, and his kind of reflections on one of the stainless steel containers. 
And then Walt lies down for a nap, and we just see this slow spiral out from Walt, uh, up, up, up into the heavens. And the entire series comes to a close. Uh, and uh, it was a wonder, it was a wonder. Uh, Breaking Bad, a work of genius. Uh, I want to do some thank yous over on Facebook. I want to thank Matt. Thanks and good night. And Emily H to the M to the C to the D. Thanks and good night. Ashley M. Thank you and good night. And George and Karen, thank you for recommending the podcast so Ashley could find it. A tweet. Thanks and good night. Archer, thank you and good night. Mike D, a good friend. Thanks and good night. Uh, Chris K, thanks and good night. Uh, uh, Jenny K, thank you and good night. Samantha N, thank you and good night. Chris Santi, thank you and good night. Dana S to the C, thank you and good night. Cindy N, thank you and good night. Uh, Samuel, thank you and good night. Lizzie S, uh, thank you and good night. Lindy L, thank you and good night. Dana P, thank you and good night. Jelena, thank you and good night. Maureen, thanks and good night. Rebecca F, thank you and good night. Michael S, uh, thanks and good night. Ted, my brother, thank you and good night. Rachel C, thanks and good night. Alicia M, thank you and good night. Sweetheart Fever in the hizzy, hizzy House. Also, thanks and good night to Ellie W, thank you and good night. Sarah B, thank you and good night. Christina G to the R, thanks and good night. Liz in R2, thank you and good night. Uh, Damon D on the backup, uh, thank you and good night. Susan R, thank you and good night. Nicolette H, thanks and good night. Ben S, thank you and good night. Sheka S, thank you and good night. Dorothy C, thank you and good night. Uh, Eric O, thank you and good night. Uh, Bonnie the Baroness, thanks and good night. Jody, Thank you and good night. Steve B, thank you and good night. Mark S, thanks and good night. Mandy G, thanks and good night. Andy, thanks and good night. Aaliyah, thank you and good night. Uh, Mark S, thanks and good night. Uh, Becky H, thanks and good night. Julie R, thanks and good night. Melissa, thanks and good night. Uh, Faye, thanks and good night. Uh, Baron, or, uh, Ahab's wife, thank you and good night. Uh, Shirley, thank you and good night. Nicolette, thank you and good night. Juan T, thank you and good night. Uh, Jennifer R to the K, thanks and good night. Allison M, thank you and good night. Australia uh, A to the T, thank you and good night. Lynette, thank you and good night. Gene uh, C, thank you and good night. Carrie F, thanks and good night. Chuck E, thank you and good night. Wendy G, thank you and good night. Uh, Julie G, thanks and good night. Lissy, thanks and good night. Lilith, our good friend Lilith, ASMR in the Hizzy House, uh, thanks and good night. KDO, thank you and good night. Michelle T, thank you and good night. Andrea. E to the V, thank you and good night. Samantha N, thank you and good night. Linda K to the K, thanks and good night. Mike F, thank you and good night. Our good friend Nora, thanks and good night. Kevin G and Benji, thanks and good night. 
Molly D to the K, thanks and good night. Dan, Dan, Dan S to the C, thank you and good night. Margo, thanks and good night. Uh, Lane L, thanks and good night. Kelly H, thank you and good night. Mandy G, thank you and good night. Kate D, thank you and good night. Uh, Darlene, thank you and good night. Uh, Lizzie S, thanks and good night. Melinda S, thanks and good night. And thanks, everybody. Thanks so much for the support and good night.